good times and great wines are meant to be shared. Since 2006, Elsom Cellars has been producing 100% local Washington wine from Washington's top vineyards. Visit elsomcellars.com for more information or simply call 425-298-3082. If you ever, it's a great bottle shop. Visit music, wine. What more do you need? Except for great companies. And chocolate And bread. So, so, wine, music, cheese, chocolate, chocolate mousse, cheese, and bread. Not and in maybe that order. some salami. That's all you need. That's all I need. And this chair. <laughs> Was, you took the words right out of my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even need you. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Ready to do this? And welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. You did it. Shelly, you did the intro. You ha- did have the intro. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Much needed. It is. Was, it is much needed. I was editing last week's um, episode, and at the very end I said, is there anything else? And you just went ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a cue to wrap it up. So we got a big week this week. Uh, three different wines we're going to try, and this is going to be fun, a lot of fun. There's a lot to say, a lot to go through, so we're going to get moving on it. Uh, real quick, just a shout-out to our reception wine so we can get it out of our glass. <laughs> it's that bad? No, it's it's oh. good, but we're going to be using the same glass for two wines tonight. So uh, you want to say what we're having? Columbia Crest Chardonnay. Yeah, it's an inexpensive. It's $7 Chardonnay. I mean... Not too descript, but not bad. Let's give it a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Don't spit your wine out. <laughs> so my recommendation to you is keep your funny stuff towards the end or the middle of the episode. Because if you do it at the beginning, I can't use it at the front end. <laughs> Why not? Because oh, then yeah, I do it at the front end, then it like, comes right up right after. So... That is some funny stuff. Okay, so she's trying to drink without um, choking on her wine. We, for the second week in a row, are going to have a sparkler and a rosé. Because... For the second week. Yeah, today's June 11th. Happy June 11th, by the way. Yeah, oh my gosh, we're almost halfway through. We're supposed to be going to Vegas this month. We need to, we need to do that. Um, we need to do that. So... I'm going to open so, so... Over top of your computer. Again. Oh. <gasps> that was not a good idea. Wow. <laughs> that was so lucky. Okay. Whew. Um. Thank you. You get a little bit. Now, I'm going to give us a rinse pour because we just had that Chardonnay in there. Wow, this is very frothy. Frothy, frothy. Prosecco. Yes. Okay, so... What is tomorrow starting? 
Sorry, what is today's story? There's a lot of hashtag holidays this month. Yes. Well, it's so, right in, in wine drinking season. Last week we had National Bubbly Day when on Saturday. When is it not wine drinking <laughs> Thank season? Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I mean, there's all these articles out lately. Is America all alcoholics? No, America's super healthy. Mm-hmm. Not to make light of it, there are, are certainly some people who, who do not have a good relationship. I know, with but after COVID, there's a lot more. Well, we haven't skipped a beat, but we've pulled back a little bit. Uh, so today starts. Today is Lambrusco Day. It is. We're going to get to that. But today starts Prosecco Week, Prosecco week where they need a whole week. So <laughs> let's just do health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And peace on earth. And your giggles. And your kisses. So this does not have the sound as that sparkler from South Australia last week in the... <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> that one was really... Bubbly. Audio driven, <laughs> <laughs> an audio driven wine. So when I picked this up today at the dinner party, mm-hmm. I said to Mary, I, "I was looking for a Lambrusco. I was looking for a Prosecco," and she said, "This is the Prosecco we really like." I said, "That's fantastic." I said, "Is there a bad Prosecco?" She's mm-hmm. like, "Not really." This is Tenuta Santana. Yeah, Prosecco. Super, super expensive. Not really. $22. It's it's yeah. such a, just a treat to have something like this that is so easy to drink for $22. <laughs> of course, we're in the wine club there. We got 10% off. So it was less. It's like $19.50 or something like that. So uh, what are you getting on this? What do you think? It's a little harsh. Hmm. But I get apples. I think that review is a little harsh. You think so? Uh, definitely there's apples, no, by the way. There's no yeast. And not no. really a lot of yeast, so it's not like a champagne. It's, um, I would say, sweeter than a champagne. But this one is nice. The bubbles are tiny. Just a little bitey. Isn't there a song? Sweeter than champagne in your I, glass. Sounds like a radio ad. Oh, that's in Lollipop. The- that's the name of the song. And it's sweeter than candy on your lips or something like that. Anyway, uh, I did a quick uh, look into this. It's really hard to find any reviews on this. I think this is a very easy to find uh Prosecco. Sparkler, Prosecco, yep. How about you, let's see, did I, do you have any information on Prosecco at all? A little bit, but one thing I wanted to mention is that, like, we talked about bubbly week last week, and we didn't really go into the differences between mm-hmm. the champagnes and the Proseccos and the Cavas. And exactly. So we should do that. Gonna... So the reason... There's just no sound on this. Hmm, no. So interesting. I put that right up so in the mic. Those okay. are all sparkling wines, but you can only name a champagne a champagne if it comes from the Champagne region <laughs> in of, France. Of, easy for you to say. Yeah. Now, there are actually some uh, sparklers that are right outside the Champagne region of France. They can't call it Champagne. True. But they say... I mean, it's the same soil, the same terroir, only, you know, half the price. 
the people in Champagne say, no, scoff at that. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's no in French? N-O-N. No. Huh? No? Mm-hmm. So. Prosecco comes from Italy. And uh, it, it comes from a large area spanning nine provinces in Italy. It's, um, it's, it's a different method of creating this. It's not method champenois. So champenois. I'm so glad you can actually speak French. I can't. I understand it. I don't really speak it. Uh, I think you do a nice job of the French pronunciation of these words. Um, so, yes, cava, very easy drinking. We've got this, which is Prosecco, champagne, and pretty much anything else is a sparkler. Yeah. What did they call the Australian one? It was a sparkling wine? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'm this, sure there's something we're missing, like from... Germany? No. There is. Oh, what is it? Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> also, Prosecco is actually the grape name, too. <clears throat> It's in the, they make, well, it's named after um, the village of Prosecco, which is in the province of Triste in Italy, but it is made from the Prosecco grape. And so there is no champagne grape. No, it's usually Pinot Noir Chardonnay. Right. So if you hear some background noises, our neighbor across the street is pouring concrete. But our neighbor next to us, who we heard drilling um, a fence a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. remember that? <laughs> he listens to this podcast all the time. <laughs> Hi, Matt. How's it going, Matt? So he listens to this, and he listens to the uh, Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast as well. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, he's not telling me something that I need to know, which is, those podcasts suck. I'm taking it <laughs> as they're good things. Yeah, so, and his wife makes the most delicious chocolate mousse cake. Thank you very much, Brenda. <laughs> yes, shout out there. Okay, so we move on. We need to get to this. This is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun because, oh, we're going to the rosé. Well, that's fun too, but I thought we were doing the Lambrusco. No, Lambrusco is going to be a little bit sweet. True. And it's a red. But wait till you see the alcohol content on that Lambrusco. Am I finishing that for you? Yeah. Are we going to put the rosé in the red wine glass? Sure. Okay. So this wine is a labor of love from Gary Vanderchuk. Do you want to say something about that at all? Whoops. (laughs) Um. I'll tell you what. As I'm pouring this, let us have Gary talk a little bit about this project. In my opinion, Empathy Wine's value prop is very simple, which is disproportionately bringing more value in the bottle of the quality of the rosé white and red than what you're required to pay for it. It has basically been the thing I've done my entire life. At 14, I became wildly passionate about wine, became unbelievably knowledgeable, which led to me launching one of the first e-commerce wine businesses in America. I built one of the largest independent wine retail companies in the world. I have a deep desire to help people drink better wine and explore new wines, and that's the manifestation of how I got here to this point. 
So you and I have been following Gary for quite some time. 2008? Yes. And I distinctly remember you saying, you need to check this guy out. And the first video I watched, I'm like, this guy sucks. (laughs) Well, so he... Less than one hour later. <laughs> or or two, two episodes. Yeah. It, it turned out I was looking for these episodes every day. And he did them about three to five times a week. These little eight to 20 minute clips on Wine Library TV. And highly recommend you look at those. He brings the snobbery of mm-hmm. wine down to the, nothing. The barnyard. Yeah, the barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sheep butt. Well, no, the barnyard too. But, but it is. Cappy. Yeah, you know, butt. so um, I would like to give a toast to Gary Vaynerchuk and John Troutman, who got together to create this project. And we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but yeah, to your giggles. To your kisses. This is. Oh, wow. <laughs> So this is very clean, a clean rosé. I believe this is a blend. They're not really forthright well, they really with their what goes with into it. What's inside, yeah. But I just got some strawberries on the tail end. I got that Watermelon. Watermelon. I get watermelon on this. Um, this is a <clears throat> alcohol of 12%. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not bad at all. That uh, Prosecco that we had. Had an alcohol of 11%. Hmm. So Shelly and I will be able to walk away from this episode <laughs> intact because wait till you hear the Lambrusco alcohol uh-huh. on the other end of the break. Um, that is very strawberry. Yeah. I love this um, rose. The first time I had it, I loved it. And it's just a really lovely, clean rose. In a, in clean, it, it, it may be a little sweeter and maybe a less acidic. Definitely less acidic. I wonder what the the uh, the residual sugar is on this. I, I I I'm guessing it's not very much. I'll bet it's less than a half percent. I don't know. I'll bet maybe you it is. But maybe because sometimes um, we. What year is this one? This is a 2020. Okay. It says that right in our notes. Oh, <laughs> perhaps I should read <laughs> Oh, just Fridays are fun. Fridays are fun, fun, fun. Uh, so we had a $22 Prosecco from the dinner party. This is a $20 uh, bottle of rosé from Empathy Wines. And they have a whole program. And we are going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Wine is meant to be social, enjoyed with friends and family when experiences truly matter. Add the perfect food pairing and the experience transports and transcends. The Culinary Stone is the meeting place for all of this. With their world-class wine selection, wine classes and food classes all amongst your new best friends in the center of a retail space that boasts a bevy of culinary tools, it is a place where relationships and memories are made. And now the Culinary Stone has their very own wine club, affectionately known as the Noble Rottens. A nod, of course, to the Noble Rot. Each month, club members are treated to wines you will be proud to serve your guests. Or don't share and keep them all to yourself. 
Our wine club, wine classes, and retail wine selections are brought to you by the Culinary Stones Certified Sommelier, Trevor Treller. Wine classes are every Sunday at 2 p.m. and fill up fast. For more information on how you can experience wine like this or book your spot in one of our wine classes, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208 277 4116. Welcome back uh, to Wine Time Fridays. Shelly thinks she's so funny <coughs> singing the USC I accidentally fight song. It. I thought it was a Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bow down to Washington. So, um, yeah, Empathy Wines, a pretty fun story because what they are trying to do is take out the middleman when it comes to to selling really good wine. So one of the things that Gary says about this is these are $20 wines that taste like $40 wines. Now, I think that's really subjective. And when it's coming from the actual, you know, owner. Yeah. uh, Take that with a grain of salt. Uh, When we tried this last year, we were both really impressed. Mm -hmm. And we had this head-to-head with another rosé that we really liked and this one actually came out a little bit ahead and they were both you know near twenty dollars so this is a great value that's not a good thing if they were both near twenty dollars and this one's supposed to taste like a forty dollar well i i guess what's a forty dollar wine taste like though right It's, it's subjective it is so subjective mostly uh so they have uh, their wine program. You get three rosés, three whites, three reds. And they change because they have partnerships with winemakers and growers in California. We've only tasted the rosé. We've tasted now two out of the three of these, and I'm not putting that other rosé in the fridge until way late in the summer. I thought so. we had a Chardonnay. We haven't got, nope, have not got any of the other wines, which I can't wait well, to try. it's not a Chardonnay, it's a white. Right? It's a white, but I think it's Chardonnay-based. Yeah. Mm. I reached out to John Troutman on Twitter, but he hasn't responded yet. I wanted to know uh, if there's an affiliate program that they had. <laughs> but no. we will put in the show notes uh, information about Empathy Wines because that is, it, it's really worth checking out so can you buy empathy wines in the store no okay so it must be by subscription it's it is well you can buy onesie twosies Mm -hmm. but it's the subscriptions that you know the membership that they really um go for for sure they have a rosé they have a red and a white they have rosé and bubbles which we found in the cans you get a, a 12 pack for 75 bucks that's pretty cool it is cool, yeah. Uh, so, did if you, you want to drink wine by the pool? Yeah, you know, we tried the wine in plastic bottles. I don't. We ended up using it just to water plants around here. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, we did do a whole episode on canned uh, chardonnays, chardonnays from a can. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They did okay. But there's nothing like wine from a bottle. 
Right. Just period. And I wonder about those. Plus, the cans and the bottles. The cans and the plastic bottles have BPA in them, so you have to be careful about that. My brother-in-law, Wayne, used to hate beer from a can because he always said it tasted like aluminum. Same with Coke. You get that in Coke? Mm-hmm. I haven't had a Coke forever. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. It is. Uh, did you know that we had a new sponsor for this I do know that. Podcast? I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, I was not implying that you were. Elsom Sellers is a new sponsor of our podcast. You heard him on the front end of this. We are so excited. Jody Elsom is awesome. Mm-hmm. And she is like this pioneer in Seattle wine. And good for her. We've got numerous Elsom wines downstairs. And we are going to actually taste through some of these at some point. Soon. But it, it's... This is what I don't like about saving these wines and then opening. Once you open the wine, it's gone. <laughs> I know that seems super obvious, but mm-hmm. that particular bottle is gone. You'll never get to revisit that again. That exact one, no. Yeah, no. and, and that's, that makes me sad. The color on this rosé is very pretty. It's like ballet pink. That was the second week in a row you said that. Well, it is. Ballet slipper pink. Not ballet slipper pink. But oh, now it's, it's just ballet pink. It's like pink. a clear ballet pink. This is really ballet pink. You know, I'm very good at this because if I were, if people were to see us, what I'm doing, swirling over my computer, they're like, <laughs> ah, uh, uh. yeah, no good. Mm. Fun. Okay. We should move on to the next one, mm-hmm. which is... Lambrusco. <laughs> so we've had That's Prosecco. A nice That's a fun word. Francisco. A little uh, shout out to Elf. Uh, Prosecco week starts today through the 16th. Tomorrow is National Rosé Day. Rosé every day. All day. Rose all day, Rosé. Rosé all day. And every day. Uh, let's Maybe go, not every day. Let's go ahead and finish this rosé so I can... Um, uh, <laughs> Because this is, uh, she's, are you handing this to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I will have, okay. Like we need a dump glass. <laughs> no, we don't. So we're going to have Trevor Trailer. <laughs> and then Trailer. you're going to drive me somewhere to, later today? Yeah, oh. we are. I am. Trevor Treller, who we are going to have on in a couple weeks as a guest. He's the sommelier down at Culinary Stone. Uh, when he tastes through wine, sometimes we're, we're down there. And he asked me the other day, and he had a glass full of wine. It's basically, it wasn't a spit bucket, but they once a they spit glass. Yeah, yeah they they um, when they're done tasting the wine, they put it in there. So he was like, "Phil, you want a little bit of a blend?" I'm like, "Yeah, no thanks." The <laughs> You'd cold be so duck proud. Bucket. The cold duck bucket. Wow. That's like four ounces of wine. You just gulped down. I didn't gulp. Oh, that was good. There's a, actually, that was a different taste, a different texture, a mouthful of wine. That was full watermelon. Wow. Full watermelon. Okay. So, Lambrusco. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about Lambrusco as I pour? Lambrusco is kind of cool. Because for those of you who 
like to have cold red wine? You're, you are given permission with this one to have a cold red wine. <laughs> so if you liked wine coolers with um, Gallo Hardy Burgundy <laughs> and 7-Up at the river, you're going to like this wine. <laughs> so look at the effervescence on this. It's like we started off with a sparkler, and it seems like we're ending with a form of a sparkler. It is a sparkler. It's, well, it's somewhat bubbly. So I asked that, full disclosure, this may be maybe the second Lambrusco I've ever had. Yeah, me, me too, actually. Well, and, wait, wait. What's that one that was in like a ceramic bottle? Lancers, I think. That Lancers. was a Lambrusco? I think it was a Lambrusco. I think the Lancers, red, boy, that's a, sure old that. school. It was Lancers, Rosé. I'm not sure if the red was a Lambrusco, but it was like a Lambrusco. So I, I said to Mary, I asked her when I bought this today, by the way, this is $15 at the dinner party. I said, is it okay to serve this a little chilled? And she said, yeah, we drink it like a white wine. I'm like, really? So, uh, and what's the alcohol percentage? You want to know? So. Let's toast it up first. Tear giggles. Cheers. Tear kisses. And I'll tell you what the alcohol is. That's pretty delightful. Mm-hmm. She said her and George have this all the time. Mm. And and like Shelly said, this is your permission. To drink cold red. You know, <laughs> Rosalie would love this. Yeah, she might. You could probably put an ice cube in it and get away with it. Well, this has got a an alcohol of 8.5%. Wow. So if it has an alcohol of 85 I wonder what the grams of sugar are still left in it. Yeah, because... So I, the calories could be higher because it's not all um, fermented out. I will have to check on that. But... When you want something much lighter, this is a good wine. It's fantastic. A good wine. It's really easy to drink. Not much of a nose, but that's going to happen sometimes a little bit um, when it's chilled, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Gosh, it's so nice that uh, things are starting to open up. Here in North Idaho, we've, we never really experienced the full lockdown closure of the covids maybe for a couple weeks yeah i mean it seemed like a very minimal time uh <clears throat> but there are still stores slow to open we visited cordelaine fresh last week marla was really excited to get that open back up and so after how long you said like a year it was, it was like 14 months Wow. yeah uh she was not gonna have that at all she wasn't gonna open and so she finally opened up. We had a great time. Her son is, they've changed things a little bit. Her son is starting to run it now. And uh, so that's uh, a lot of fun. And a big shout out to Marla at the uh, Coeur d'Alene Fresh in Coeur d'Alene. If you ever, it's a great bottle shop. Visit. Mm -hmm. Music. Wine. What more do you need? Except for great company. <laughs> <laughs> and chocolate. <mousse. laughs> and bread. 
So, so wine, music, cheese, chocolate, chocolate mousse, cheese, and bread. Not and in maybe that order. some salami. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all I need. And this chair. <laughs> was, you took the words right out of my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even need you. I'm not going to say shithead. Okay. <laughs> mm. Do you know we're supposed to actually say um, if we swear on it? But I just slid that in right underneath the radar. We're supposed to say that. Well, uh, when you when you when I upload it on Buzzsprout, if if there's bad Swearing. words, yeah, if there's bad words, then we have to click a box. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, um, click a box and put your quarter in the bank <laughs> so when we do the greatest song you never heard sometimes i've not often not often but i'll throw an f-bomb down or there might be one of the lyrics and chris says, great now we have to click, click the, the box <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm you know me i'd like to stir the pot um anyway and click the box Oh, and click the box. Yeah, that's right. So um, we have the Tenuta Santa Ana Prosecco, 22 bucks at the dinner party. Uh, what is this called, Shelly? What is what called? This particular uh, Lambrusco. OPC Lambrusco. I don't think it's OPC because it would have two C's. OPC? OPC Lambrusco. Yeah. It says it's um, uh, Del Emilia. Uh, I'm guessing that's the region. We don't get a lot of information about this stuff, but I mean, come on, fifteen bucks—it's not a bad deal. Uh, is it Emilia E M I? It is Emilia E M I L I A. Okay, yeah, that's yep. the region. Yeah, uh, real quick before we get on so to this one, though, oh, there's archaeological yes. evidence that this wine um, was drank by the Etruscans. The Etruscans drank this? Yes. No. They no. cultivated the vines. So the Etruscans. That's not a football team. <laughs> Don't get excited. Well, speaking of football, <laughs> Otto Graham wore number 60, which is what we are on, episode 60. I don't know. Oh, so what position do you think Otto Graham played? This, will, this is a great question the for flicker. this. No, there's not the, it's not the flicker. He did not play center. Shell needs to be cut off right now. Anyway, autogram, number 60, what position? He wasn't center, okay? So he should be something like a running back. You know what position Defensive he played? Then. I don't know what. Quarterback. Yes. <laughs> he played quarterback. He had this number for two years, and then he went to number 14, which is in, he's in the Hall of Fame for number 14. But okay. he's like autogram. Cleveland Browns was, uh, he spent 10 years with the Browns and most geeky NFL fans will know the name autogram. I, I don't consider you a geeky football fan, which is actually a good thing. Um, but number 60 autogram, which is good. You're a geeky football fan. I kind of am. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, let's go through a few of the wines that we had over the last week. While we, wow, you have a lot of wine you haven't drank. I know. I can't drink all this stuff. <laughs> okay. Help so, me out here, Shelly. Townsend T3. That's a Washington wine over in Green Bluff. Mm -hmm. their, their tasting room's over in Green Bluff. Yep. Really nice wine. 
little shout out to Jill Ryder, who used to be with them, no longer with, but we like Jill. We do. Uh, 2014 Sella and Moscow Terror. Carignano. My goodness, this is a long title. (laughs) It is. Del Sol Seas. It was a 2014 Carignano. Let's just go at that. Let's just. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, oh, here we go. 2020 Jedix Pickpole de Panay. I love that one. <laughs> we have another bottle here. Okay. I bought another bottle. It's very nice white sipping wine for summer. Um, We're going to do an episode on... If you're tired of Chardonnay, which a lot of people are. Well... There are more wines out there than just Chardonnay and Cabernet, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do an episode in a couple, three weeks that are off the beaten path, white summer sipping wines. And this one is going to make the cut. The pick pole de Panay. Yep. Probably have a Gruner in there and maybe a Albarino. Oh, Albarino. That was the one. I don't know. Was it? What we hmm. talked about today, I couldn't remember. Albarino. Albarino is not sparkly. No. No, oh, but it, uh, Vino Verde, things like that. Off the beaten path, whites. Okay, sorry. Okay. And 2017 Priori Antica Vineyard Chardonnay. Yep, that also came from the Gary, Gary V. Wine Club. It was nice. It was. A little bit of oak, but not overpowering. It was really balanced. Um, next week, an exciting episode. We say that basically on every episode, right? I guess. Yeah. Uh, we've got the mans, <laughs> Sarah that. and Russell. So I'm going to just go ahead and say uh, we have an over-under bet, you and I, right now. We do. The number three, over-under. How many times do you think Sarah says, holy schmoly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. I'm going to say seven. So it's over. I'm going to go under. Because there's not going to be a room full of people. And yeah, Russell, I think, I think, might be behaved. He might, but the puppy is still a puppy, so there's always that. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to that. Um, open that bottle wine. Uh, open that bottle okay. night with uh, and Sarah Russell. We're on that. And we're going to get a little bit more into things there. But it's going to be red, white, and rosé. Wines that will go with the 4th of July. Nice. That'll be fun. And you should point out that they used to own a wine shop. They did. That was called? Enoteca. Yes. Enoteca. Uh, we will be, um, the the white will be a Chenin Blanc because we're going to segue into Chenin Blanc Day, which is June 19th. Ah, okay. Yeah. So we also have International Rosé Day. Wine. Yeah. I, it's funny. There's so many rosés. We're going to have the month of June. We're going to be deep into rosés. That's why we're trying to spread the love uh, with a little empathy here. We had a rosé last week. Look that up. That was fantastic. And we got another rosé coming up with the man's um, also. I'm like, soon. Anyway, with a little bit. Oh, anything else, Shelly? <laughs> Gosh, with a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. We will see you next week. Have an awesome weekend. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.
At The Social Web, we believe that small businesses are the heart of the community and that social media enables small business owners and professionals to compete with larger brands without the huge marketing budget that the larger brands can afford. If you are ready to honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing, visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and The Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. Not even gonna rec- nope, that's gonna get <laughs> chopped and bye bye.